Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. 18 minutes away from 8 o'clock. It's been awesome to hear from you this morning and keep that going. 0800 150 811 is the Kennard's higher phone line. NFL, why do you love it? Well, maybe you want to talk cricket because as Izzy pointed out, we're the home of cricket here at SCNZ and we're so proud of that. And last night with the Black Caps, this tour feels very tough. Izzy, it feels like these lads are in the trenches over there. They are, mate. They are. And we want to get a great insight to what went on last night. So our men's and women's national cricket teams are out in the wide world at the moment taking on some tricky conditions and piercing oppositions. Last night, the Black Caps couldn't stop the Bangladesh from taking the T20 series with a six-wicket loss to the Tigers in tough conditions. Tomorrow morning, the White Ferns play in their third match against English woman. Frankie Mackay is an injured White Fern back here in New Zealand and a top cricketing commentator for Spark Sport. I can't believe I just said that. Anyway, morning, Frankie. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> morning, Izzy. I'm good. I'm good. Yourself? I'm good, I'm good. I, I didn't see, uh, Louis must have just put that in there somehow. But anyway, we got there, it's great. Um, how you going? What, how you been? How's the injury going? Yeah, it's it's been all right. I won't lie, it's been a bit of a, a frustrating process. You know how it is, and kind of two mm. steps forward, one step back. But yeah, I mean, I would have obviously loved to, to get in a position to, to put myself forward for selection to get on that UK trip with the White Ferns at the moment, but unfortunately not to be, and, and just a, a winter of, of rehab and getting ready for, ready for our home summer. Nice. So we have to we have to talk about the, the White Ferns the other night. Um, obviously not a great start in the first match, but second match, Sophie Devine and her 100 T20 put on an absolute clinic, captain's knock. How proud and, and, and were you of seeing your, your team, the White Ferns, doing that, and can they do it again? tomorrow morning oh yeah it was massive and, and I think Sophie mentioned it in her post-match uh, speech as well but there's been a little bit of a milestone curse that's followed the white ferns around so <laughs> there would have been a lot of yeah. nerves going around trying to trying to break that and hope that they could have a good game for Sophie but yeah I, I think it was really pleasing to see I, I think they were really honest in the fact that that first game England caught them on the hop a wee bit coming out of our winter mm. hadn't played a lot of cricket yeah. just just really slow to adjust 
couldn't, you know, got a big score put on the board and all of a sudden an hour and 15 minutes goes by in the blink of an eye and, and you kind of almost that shell-shocked feeling of, heck, what do we do now? We're chasing 180. But to see the way they bounced back that second game, I thought it was brilliant. I thought the the plans that they went into with that game were, were noticeably different. I think execution of them mm. ramped up a level. The fielding was really good. And, and to restrict the team that's just piled 180 on you in, in game one to 127 in game two, all of a sudden you think you're in the game. You, you know you can chase that down. You're ready... Uh, a, a decent opening stand to get going and then seeing Sophie Devine bomb them into the stands, I think that, that always gives you a lot of confidence <laughs> as well. So, yeah, brilliant, brilliant to the side to chase it down. Just just chuffed for them and now it's exciting. Game three, series decider. Yeah, absolutely, Frankie. Hey, as you pointed out, you, you are injured, but you also and you are a superstar commentator as well. You do such a good job for Spark Sport or wherever you're commentating. But um, is it hard in a way to w- watch or commentate the White Ferns knowing that you know you have been battling this injury? Do you is it easier to watch the Black Caps for you? Oh, yeah, at times, at times it is. I think sometimes with the White Ferns. You know, when things aren't going well, you feel it a little bit deeper as well, whereas with the Black Caps, it's a bit easier to be completely impartial if they have a bad game. They just, you know, talk about it, analyse it, brush it off, and, and off you go with the rest of your day. But, yeah, when, when you really know the players involved, you know how much they're hurting as well. You know all the little the little bits that go unseen behind closed doors. You know all the hard work that goes in. And then to have the opportunity and they go out in the field and it doesn't go well, you know how much all those players are hurting. So... Yeah, it's it's sometimes pretty tough, but yeah, I think it's a, a really golden patch of, of New Zealand cricket at the moment. The depth the Black Caps have got, they're always a joy to watch. Mm. And then I think it's a nice turning of the corner for the White Ferns as well. If they can pick up a, a series win against one of the best two teams in the world, I think that just starts to, to build nicely leading into that home World Cup. Nice. Oh, we're talking to Frankie Mackay out of the White Ferns. She's a commentator at the moment. Talking all things cricket, so give us a text on double eight double three if you have any questions for Frankie regarding black caps or the white ferns. Uh, just quickly, I want to ask you before we move to the black caps. I want to ask you about the white ferns. We spoke to Katie Martin uh, late last week. She's an absolute champion. She sounds like a ton of fun. What would have went on after that little? Were they celebrated Sophie's hundredth uh, game? And obviously, that when would they have uh, had a couple of quiets at a lot in the hotel together? Yeah, yeah, there would have been celebration for sure. I think any time you can rack up a hundred games for your country, that's like that's that's pretty special. And, and there's only three women that have done it so far, and and the other two are in the side as well at the moment. So I think yeah, there would have been the chance to to sit down and and have a drink and and just re, I guess catch up on all the things that have happened and and check in with each other as well. And and it's nice to celebrate success. It's a, it's a team that. Yeah. Uh, honestly, over the last 12 to 18 months, it's been a bit of a struggle streak. Wins have been at times far, few and far between. So to get a good win like mm. that after getting really a hiding in the first game and, and the way they bounced back, yeah, they definitely will have had a, a little celebration and, and enjoyed that moment. And, and speaking to a few of the girls, they are just they are really fizzing for game three. And, and I know, you know, going into series decider, I know which team I'd rather be. It's, it's the team that's won game two that's got all yeah. the momentum. Yes, yes, I'll be watching that with interest. I can't wait to see the White Ferns get one up over England. How good. But we're going to talk about the Black Caps. Black Caps last night um, going down 3-1 in their series against Bangladesh. What was your take from that game uh, earlier this morning? Uh, they, they got, yeah, it was a tough one. Yeah, yeah, it was. To, to be honest, I think... 
probably some of the same issues that cropped up in game one, just not quite enough runs betting first. I think great option, win the mm. toss, try and get a score on the board. But to be 93 all out, to leave three balls out there, maybe that's important as well. But you just kind of thought that, that 110, 115, that would have possibly been a winning score on that wicket. I think just with the way yeah. the ball did spin and, and the variable bounce as well, I think it's that ability to adjust to go into a game with a, a score that you're hoping to get and then as you lose wickets along the way or, or you have a couple of quiet overs, then it's the ability to say, OK, so we're not going to get to that 120, 130 that we thought we wanted to. How do we make that 115? OK, how do we make that 110, if not 105? And it just always looked a little bit light. And, and I mean, credit to the bowlers to be able to take them uh, into the last over as well. I thought Ajaz Patel was was just fantastic. I think he was two for nine with, with 16 or 17 dot balls bowled and, and Rutch and Ravindra, two, um, none for eight. I mean, going at an economy rate of two runs and over in T23, it shows you're doing something right. So there's some really good signs. I think the fielding's been, been pretty top quality as well. But yeah, they'll just be ruining the fact what another 10 or 15 runs could have done. Hey, Frankie, have you seen enough progression of being able to handle the conditions across these four games? So there's still a, still one match to go on the T20 series, but have you been, like, if you were sitting back here and you were Gary Stead or, or you were over there at Glenn Pocknell, would you say that you're kind of happy with the way the guys have been able to adjust game to game? Yeah, I think I think in patches you would be. I think possibly it may not extend to, to every member of that side but I, I think one that really sticks out for me would be Will Young I think watching him in game mm. one side gets rolled for 60 I mean no one's batted exceptionally well but he looked like he'd gone into that match with a plan the plan surely wasn't going to work and there was no plan B it looked he looked scrambled then in his thinking it looked like things were happening a million miles an hour and last night he was brilliant he you know 46 he, he could have easily gone on and got a few more as well and, and I thought he was he was really good in the way he played. He was really measured. You see a lot more sweep shots come into his game. And he's clearly gone away and, and thought, the the ideas I had coming on this tour aren't going to work. They're, they're going to get me in trouble, if anything. So I've got to find another way to survive. And to be able to, two games later, pretty early on in your international career, be able to say, yep, I've now got a new method. It works well. I can be productive. I can score. I can lead this side. I think that's mm. pretty cool to see. And and there's little bits, little pockets of that throughout. I think the confidence that, that someone like a Finn Allen's got to, to just try and bop bowlers all, all around the place, I think that's awesome to have. But at the same time, you know, if, if it's not a 160 score that you're looking for, potentially at times he's got to be able to rein that in as well and, and play a little bit smarter. But cool thing is, is, is these guys are young. They're so new to their international careers as well. And, and I think it's just it's exciting to see. It's been a long, long time since, New Zealand has probably had the luxury of, of having such depth and to think that your top 15 players in this format are all not in Bangladesh and then to think we still managed to pick a game off them and, and could have possibly won the last game as well. I think it's, it's pretty exciting to see the talent coming through. Nice, nice. Well, just before we let go, Will Young, obviously a standout player, but who else for you? AJS Patel, he's been pretty pretty super, hasn't he? Yeah, he's he has been... Incredible, to be honest. If we if we had an injury with our spin bowlers, then it meant he had to walk straight into that World Cup squad. We would lose absolutely nothing from having him there. He's joint leading wicket taker. I think he's got eight and average or something ridiculous like six and a half. So, yeah, he he's been brilliant. It's been really it's been really cool to see the other two debutants and and Cole McConkey and Rutch and Ravindra. Yeah. They they haven't had the runs on the board they would have liked, but I think they've been mm. been really good with the ball. I think they've developed really nicely with the ball as well, which is which is cool to see and yeah I think you know you look at you look at that and it's actually it's a really exciting team and 
perhaps we haven't quite got the balance right. We we may have needed to take another spinner over there. We've got quite a few quicks over there sitting right in the pine. But you know, you look at it and there's there's so much talent in that team, and and they're yeah. still so early in their careers. So yeah, it's look, it's been it's been interesting to watch. It's probably not been one for a series for the the ultimate fans of T20 cricket who love seeing massive scores and the ball getting bombed into the stands. But if if you like cricket and you like the nuances of it, it's been it's been a fascinating watch and it's a tough, tough place to tour. It is one of the hardest places to tour in the world and, mm. and that Bangladesh side in their own conditions are are absolutely world class. So yeah, mm. it's it's been interesting, but there's been some some real bright spots in it as well, and, and I think Tom Latham's done a great job in, in all all three facets. I think he's batted well. I think he's been really good with his captaincy and, and leadership of the team. And apart from a little blip with the gloves last night, with a, a little stumping chance going down, I think he's been he's been brilliant in some pretty tough conditions. Frankie Mackay, you've been awesome. brilliant today in some pretty tough quick uh, conditions with Izzy and me here asking you some questions. But <laughs> so we appreciate your time. Thank we'll, you. We'll talk to you again soon, eh? Yeah, sounds good. Thanks very much, guys. Beautiful stuff. Frankie Mackay and Injured White Fern talking black caps and white ferns. There you go. You heard her talk about the depth New Zealand cricket has. Who have you been impressed with on this tour? Double eight, double three. Who has impressed you from the black caps or the white ferns on these concurrent tours? We'll be back with your texts after this at six minutes away from eight. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.